it says I'm live, but I'm never ever too sure if it's live now or if it's really live when they actually say the title up there. So if you're if it's live right now, then you didn't know what I just did. Hey, Stephanie. Oh my gosh, Amy's here. Oh my gosh, wonderful. We have a special guest host today because unfortunately, um, Andy um, had to take care of some personal stuff today. And um, if he can get here, he will try and get here. So our special guest, there he is. Good morning, good morning, or oh, good evening to you. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, so, it's only nine o'clock here, as you know, based on the flyers that you get all the time. It, it must, I, I don't know how I could do it, Reno. I got to be honest. You, to me, are an absolute genius when it comes to figuring out what time things are actually, because I, I don't think I could do it. The big all right. I got to take care of this. So go ahead, Reno. What do you think? The, how do you do this? How do you do this? The, on uh, phones, there's a world clock app that helps. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Different. But the hardest thing is when somebody says, um, oh, next Thursday, I've got to make a mental note that it's my Friday before I say yes. Hey, Arsenio. Hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome. We're just talking time zones, you know, real interesting stuff here, how um, the World Clock app on her phone helps Rainer out because I don't know how he does it in Australia you now, knowing what time things actually are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's, I give him all the credit because, listen, if roles were reversed, y'all wouldn't see me on no lives in Australia at four in the morning trying to. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Rainer, I got to congratulate you real quickly. Um, but if you guys are just joining us, we are going to be highlighting this incredible poet, uh, writer, creator, artist, whatever. He's going to define it for all of us tonight. In just a moment, but um, of course, you notice that we have this special guest with us tonight, Rainer, who hosts the after party open mic on Origin of Thought after this. So, of course, after we're done with our interview with Arsenio, uh, we'll be heading over to Origin of Thought for an after party open mic. So, join us there if you can. And then, uh, Andy couldn't make it tonight for right now because unfortunately he has to take care of some personal stuff. But if he can get here, he will join us. Okay. And it just showcases what an incredible guy he is. He's taking care of some stuff with his family and um we chatted earlier andy thank you so much so rainier congratulations also i hear that you are also going on in another time too coming up with also in another incredible poet stephanie uh gemini fox poetry is that correct yeah we've we've been uh, we sort of talked about this it's going to be just for one hour because it's going to be my morning before work it'll be where we might read recite a couple a piece or two and expound on that have more conversations it's not going to be an open mic or anything like that and then after the first couple of weeks we'll be inviting people like this fine gentleman here to come in maybe share a piece or two of his and expound on uh, what he does M more to try and give people um uh discussion and points that can help them in their lives and that can help them walk through you know how do how to how to say if it was us in your reads a piece and expands on that what can that his process his journey what can people take from that um, um i love that radio because it's i i think that's kind of like the love of what we're having in the open mics but it's opening up these incredible conversations that i hope we're going to have tonight um in just a moment but 
So you're going to give a lot of opportunity for more of that dialogue so we can move it on with more open mic time. So that's yeah. kind of cool. Mm. I like that shift in uh, paradigm because, again, we're, we're creating some real content here. We have interviews. We have open bikes. We're having <laughs> poetry reads where there's more, um, more topics and conversations. So, Arsini, you've been doing this for a long time. So if people are new to you, because I'm kind of new to this, can you give us kind of your history of how you got here? Um, like on IG in general? Just, um, sh well, sure, let's keep it IG because we just announced this uh, thing. Because I know that's not, well, oh, you're not just an IG person. You are everything. No, 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 um, no. <laughs> we've got a whole other set of uh, credentials that we'll go through and we're going to promote and talk. Because, I mean, hello, over 100 copies sold. I mean, that's incredible. We're going to highlight that. Um, so let's talk IG first because you told, because, Sorry, because a funny comment you made uh, when I jumped on the open bike that went to like, two, it seemed like four in the morning. Mm -hmm. You're like, talk to me in a couple, I've been doing this for a couple of years. Talk to me when you keep doing these four hour open mics. So how does this all come together? <laughs> how did you get involved in this? Because you definitely, you have, I got to say it, I got to shut up. I told you to tell me to stop talking at you. But your show on Saturday was so incredible. I could not tear myself away to pop out of Valerie's because it just kept going and going and going. Yeah. Let's talk I, about history. I will say, whatever. I will say that show was, man, probably one of the more powerful. And we've we've had some really really powerful shows. I mean, like, right up there with that one. That that's probably definitely like at least top three, top five, where you know just what was shared and, you know. But anywho. Backtrack. Well, uh, Rainer, I know Rainer, you were at that show too, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I know you could absolutely agree. I got to say her name real quick, but Queen Liberati, she really just performed something so incredibly powerful. And mm -hmm. I mean, ever since that, I, I, I always put something in her inbox because I just love talking to her because she's just incredible. So, again, incredible connections are made through this. It's kind of a, a renaissance period, perhaps. So, mm -hmm. give us the dirty details of how this happened. <laughs> so um i actually got um like pointed to instagram through clubhouse so that was kind of my my start back into poetry um which was what maybe two years ago now so um prior to that i i was on a hiatus i hadn't um written in a while and performed even longer i mean like five to 10 years somewhere in between there that I was, you know, really on and off with poetry. And then um, in 2020, uh, my mother passed away from COVID. And for me, I really wanted to find something that, that would pay tribute to her life. So, you know, I tried to do something that I know she loved and really supported that I did. And one of those things was poetry. Um, the other one, was theater but you know i feel like i kind of combined the two by doing spoken word anyway so um so i you know my sister i was telling her about it like oh man i want to get back into it and she's like well there's this app clubhouse you know it'd be a good way to start get yourself out there a bit and there was like this writing group that we would do and so that segued into me doing open mics and then i was like hey guys i really want to push myself like what social media platform is kind of best to start with and they're like well instagram is i'm like okay so you know i actually i really planned it out this i've never told anybody so here's here's your exclusive so 
before I jump <laughs> before I before I got on to, to Instagram, um, I actually planned it out. Like there I took some weeks prior to getting on here. And like the first thing I did was like I contacted a really good friend of mine. Um, him and his wife do photography. I'm like, hey, I need some headshots done. Like I'm gonna start doing poetry, but I want it to be like serious. I want to be professional. So like we went out and it was like freezing cold because it was like the winter time. Cause I got on Instagram, I think in like February of 2021. And so it's freezing here. I mean like probably below zero with some I, wind. I understand. Yeah. It was it was cold. nasty. Yeah, so we lake effect. I get lake effect, mm -hmm. so I understand. We took the headshots and I was like, I want to make sure I got like a video or something. And so like I made like my first voiceover video. It's still on here. It's still on my page. It's hundreds of posts down. But if you get to it, I think it's a gem. It's called With an Angel. Beautiful story um about me getting my heart broken. <laughs> <laughs> and so um so yeah, that was the start. And then I connected with like some people that I knew from Clubhouse. And when I would see them go on lives, I would just pop on and then I started to save them and blah, 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 blah. I'm here now. <laughs> well, well wow. I think, uh, I think uh, not only are you here, I think you bring a lot to the community. And one thing, uh, Angela brought in that uh, comment about the show. Mm -hmm. One of the beautiful things that I think, uh, number one, it took Queen Liberati a lot of strength to really open up and show her vulnerability. But there's also the other side to that coin is the very fact that you make people so comfortable to do mm -hmm. that in the show. And that's the credit to you, Asinia. I think uh, that, that's, you know, it's a, it's fine for me to want to be vulnerable, but I've got to be very comfortable in the environment that I'm to do that. And I think, and we're talking about a public stage, but having <laughs> you to give that strength really is a credit to, to you and what you do for this community and the people. Well, and, that's, and so, you know, kind of um, tying into the origin stories and stuff. So with that show, um, I had hopped on to JC's show one time. I was following another poet from clubhouse that i knew was in there and i was like yo like she's got like a lot of energy it's a dope vibe mm -hmm. and so here's and this is the funny part me and her still laugh about it so i came onto the show i did a poem and well no i don't even know if i did a poem i, I was just commenting in the comments and i was like she's like yeah you should come on next week and guess what the topic was deep thoughts and so <laughs> don't even don't even rain your I, I be that is the craziest thing ever and so i oh went on and i got poet of the week that week and then like i just kept going and then one day jc messaged me and was talking about like expanding the platform and she's like yeah. i think you would be you know a good host and so you know we just started brainstorming i was like we can call it like sensational saturdays and she's mm -hmm. like oh yeah i love that and i was like and even when i first started my show i would have a bottle of wine like every show and so like by the end of the show i was fucking out of there i was oh, gone awesome. <laughs> but it was such a fun show and like other people would have like theirs and i would mm -hmm. do uh like dad jokes sometimes or like oh, 
you know, compliments or just like random facts I would do after every poet. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, it was just, it was a lot of fun, but, you know, I'm really grateful that, you know, she saw that in me. She mm -hmm. saw something in me, like just off the few interactions that we had um, on screen, because we didn't talk a whole lot behind, you know, the scenes just yet. But um, I get that. Yeah, man, it's been That's beautiful. actually how Andy and I have been, too, because mm -hmm. he, he was drawn in just from a post. And since then, we've grown to be like family, you know, pushing each other through this and pushing each other yeah. through life at the same time. What I wanted to say, too, is your show, uh, I hope this show, Rainer, and a lot of origin of thoughts, of Karate's mm -hmm. uh, humanizing. What I tend to see out of the, not just the energy, the fun, and also creating that vibe where people can be vulnerable mm -hmm. and talk about their stuff, either if it's dark and depressing and nasty or real, or if it's like something erotic and pleasurable that they want to go and explore that too. So like mm -hmm. having that kind of space where people do that is great. Yeah. And I think what also what the point I was trying to make is, is that these shows are successful because there doesn't feel like it's an energy where it just say your thing and get the fuck out. People want mm -hmm. to stay. And that's why people keep staying. Like, so how do you manage that time, especially with young kids when they're dependent on you so much? First off, a credit to you, but how do you manage that time? Um, I mean, for me, it's it's like I'm I'm busy, but I know the pockets where I have time. You know, obviously bedtime is great, which is why you won't see me on a live before like eight or nine <laughs> p.m. a lot of the time like with the exception being you know obviously poetry club when they start when we started like, like what six my time so you know there is there is that but it's like and my kids are starting to get a little older so i got older ones my daughter's 13 so she's really good at at helping me out when she's around and they're peaceful. Like, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I am blessed to say that, you know, I have really well-behaved kids. And, um, you know, so usually once I get that stuff out of the way, because, you know, if, if they're not fed, they're going to come up, Dad, I'm hungry. Dad, can we eat something? Dad, okay, just so feed them before. <laughs> like, literally, if I'm ever late for my show, more times than not, it's because I fed them but then I forgot I didn't feed myself. So then I have to get myself something to eat. But I know these packets. And then, like, at this point, my kids understand this world for me, you know? Like, they've watched me write out all the addresses and pack my books. And, you know, they've they've listened to me, at least outside the room, on lives and, and doing what I do. They know I travel and go to performances and stuff. And so, like, honestly, it was it was... You know, I, I wonder how they would receive it. And so I did ask my daughter one time. I was like, so, like, you know, because to me, I'm like, that would be kind of cool. So I'm like, is it kind of cool that, you know, your dad's, like, traveling and performing and stuff? And she's like, honestly, yeah, it is kind of cool. <laughs> I was like, so that's that's a real beautiful affirmation for me, you know. And for me, I always tell my kids, it's like, because you guys know I work a regular job and then I do the poetry. And so I tell them, I was like, I want you to look at my situation and realize you don't have to limit yourself. Like just because you're in school and they're telling you to pick a degree, a career, it doesn't necessarily mean that's all you have to do. Like whatever you want, put it on a list, do everything. Why mm -hmm. not? Why not? Because 
you know, who I would have never thought. If I was in my 20s thinking like, hey, when you get in your 30s, you're really going to try to make something out of poetry, I'd have been like, you're full of shit. Don't talk to me anymore. Like, <laughs> but now it's just like, I don't feel like I have limits. I feel like I can literally do anything. And so I want to do that. And, you know, my kids are are very nice about it. And I make sure to spend a lot of time with them, you know, watch movies, take them out to eat, you know, go to the parks and stuff. So we spend a lot of time, but and I think, yeah. I think that's really critical too, right? Do you, number one, it's a compliment to your children that they think beyond themselves. They think about you as a parent. Sometimes as parents, you become full-time uh, and just as full-time. The other thing that I start is that you, the other thing that uh, is important is while they come out of their passions, for us to constantly remind ourselves to give them, besides tending to their physical needs, to giving them that love, that time, that, uh, you know, and that's important. And I think you're doing that really well, uh, you know. So Rainer, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you, you brought up something that was very powerful for me that also I think Arsenio really showcased, but that's been a struggle for me personally. Mm -hmm. I've always kept this hidden, even for my own children. Like, I just didn't want to show, like, my art or my poetry. But mm. hearing from, like, other poets who have children and showing them this, is you're actually creating a bit stronger connection through actually being yourself. So yeah. I'm having those walls starting to fall down, crumble, and this is starting to become where my children and I are getting closer because they're getting more into it because they're actually mm -hmm. showcasing it. So that's incredible because I think that's really where a lot of, they get to see you be yourself. Yeah. And I struggle. Yeah. And I, for me, it's, it's, yeah, that's, that's a lot of it is it's important to me to let them know they can be themselves no matter what, you know, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, you got to navigate around a few obstacles. Don't just run head first into things, mm -hmm. but like for the most part, you can really just be yourself. And so for me, like, I don't sit and like perform my poems to them. Like I'm not practicing with them no. or to that point, but like, you know, I let them know like, this is what I do. And like a couple of my two older kids follow me on Instagram. They're not really on here much because I guess this isn't like a super young person thing. But... No, it's not. My daughter just followed me too. Like it just, like, it just happened. I feel like kind of cool now, yeah. you know, a little yeah. bit. But then yeah, she doesn't so... even give a shit, but um. I think now is the time we've got to hear some work from you. We talked too much without hearing some of your incredible work. So can we get one of your pieces right now? Yes, 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 yes. Um, so this first one is, is kind of a combination piece. Um, they're connected. So all of the poems I'm going to do are all connected. And so um, it's a story. So I introduce the main characters of the story and then um, in the in the last couple of poems, um, I speak on their relationship, and so here we go. And it's all about dragons because I love dragons. Okay, so this first one is called "Simply Dragons." <clears throat> My entire life seemingly held curiosity for the mystique and magic of dragons. So that's where I planted myself firmly. 
Discerning the otherworldly things I seem to encounter, sitting below the counter, staging a sit-in, and my out-of-body experience has me out my body peering into fear itself, the mouth of a dragon. I wonder why their insides don't melt if they breathe fire. And my insides are cold, so maybe my words cold like ice, and that's why I think I think my heart stopped beating like the landing wings of a dragon and it sat right next to me, spoke in low tones because this depression song was sung by tenors and bass. It's loud like the dragon's roar. I said goodbye to you on the phone and meant it. There was tough skin, but even that is susceptible to forceful penetration of my stability. Dragons are colored like gunmetal that shot a fireball through temples of his head. It went directly into the pass across her wrist in that bathtub because outside this castle was a moat and everybody that steps in it drowns and I'm wet with grief, ready to jump in too. If you hadn't found me, the dragon surely would have taken me away, never to be seen again. And he will engulf me in this hypersexuality, hypersexual mentality that sees me funneling my anger into pleasure. So now pain is pleasure and pleasure is pain, but I can't distinguish between the winged dragons and ones that can't fly. I wanted to be a dragon, a sad on my kitchen floor thinking my veins are holding me back so i'm trying to cut them loose so i could begin to take off i wanted to knock on heaven's door although i'm told dragons are dangerous so i'm kept at the gate next to them smoke and mirrors that dragon is admiring its reflection because it mostly doesn't have one cut to a different scene where the dragon is popular Cut to another scene where she hid the knives and I found them and hid my own. She never sharpened them so the feeling was dull. Cut to another scene where we rewind the cutting to make more cuts. Cut to the scene where the pills made it through my body. The dragons fed me more so I flushed it down the toilet. Cut to another scene where dragons got to me first and I was transformed trying to look beautiful because I'm headed towards suicide and they really make you look good when you die. We've done so many cuts that the film is bleeding biographies and that's plural because those nightmares wouldn't stop coming. So I accepted my fate mounting the dragon for us to go away because it's easier to deal at a distance. I breathe fire and burn the people around me because pushing isn't sufficient enough. I curl into a ball because there's something artistic about a dragon that dies but still can't stop the pain and we know we know that his pain is connected to her. Winged dragons. She gazed at me with her eyes, the material of black diamond dragon hearts. Her hair was dark as phoenix ashes until it became a blaze. Flames warmed her skin as the tips of her hair brushed her shoulders. Radiant brilliance, resilience. I watched her dragon scales weigh out her burdens. Sometimes 
Dragons have arms long enough to grab things and hold on to them naturally. She attached herself to hearts because the beat, like rhythms in lovemaking, her movements grace her breath, though fiery is sweet, like cinnamon sugar. I taste her smile through my eyes, and it's the closest I'll ever get to a star. Dragons lend their trust and loyalty to those they become fond of, so I watch as she spreads her beautiful wings while her toes tap air she's dancing on the sky like wind chimes making music with her movements she intertwined like hands into where her pleasure is nesting to kiss the lips of this mystical dragon is to taste infernos of faith i watched her stand tall with her beliefs in hand like commandments only to be slayed by the first night to approach and fear her beauty to be witchcraft she's torn Bearing her knees to the ground, exposing her wings as broken like high school hearts beat against percussion instruments, finger her like notes on saxophones. Her roar is mighty as whispers from God's scriptures of how she had to be an anomaly to be so sweet yet ferocious with wings to fly. She is the epitome of an air sign reaching out her claws. They figure her to be scarier than she appeared. Dragons are considered monsters, and sometimes she sees it too, but then flames of insecurity build up in her chest. She opens up her mouth and exhales the negativity, but it hurts enough on the way out to leave its impact somewhere in her heart. Winged dragons are beautiful, precious, majestic, magic, mythical, and just everything. She must be protected at all costs. A phoenix never has to rise from the ashes if we don't set fire to them. <sighs> Rainer, thank goodness. Rainer, thank goodness Andy isn't here because he would be saying your, your least loved phrase by him where he throws his pen in the air and he gives up poetry and he will never write again. I have to say, I feel the same way. That, that last line, oh, you can't rise unless you burn up. Oh, God. Listen, the, the lines throughout that piece are amazing and it gives that insight into the dragon but more so i love to have it related to on a personal level as well that most people can relate to whether you were into dragons or not because it it aligned to life and the piece is amazing and that last line that was that was what a what a ending you know like you don't have to write I mean, if no one sets fire to it, right? That's that's yeah. the Phoenix. Rain, I don't want to sound like this, but I don't feel like I did anything good enough to deserve this to have that. Sort of <laughs> like that. I got to be honest, because again, you you have won a lot of spoken word competitions. Can you like you can you talk about that? Oh, I mean, I've won a lot, but I've I've competed. Okay. Yeah, I've competed I mean, a, fair no, a, a fair amount. Yeah, yeah. Midday thought, you had a lot of accolades, dude. So talk about it. How how does one compete? How do you prepare for that? What's the difference? So, so again, like my my background mm -hmm. is in theater. You know, I was way more no, into no theater way. before I got into poetry. And so, like, I was I was talking about this the other day. I think on the show, I want to say. But I was explaining this, like with the theater background, it really, really, 
really focuses you on not the performance, but the character, you know, and learning the characters and bringing the characters to life. Like if you can't bring those characters to life, the the story can be real flat. You know, we have to want to get to know these characters. We want to love these characters. We want to know, you know, the dark secrets of these characters. What secrets do they hold together? What secrets do they hold separately? And so like, you know, for me, it's, it's, I've always written in layers. And this is why I don't, this is why I don't really compete very much. Like I've tried my hand at it, but I'm always conflicted with mm -hmm. what I should be doing that I know is going to score points and what is what? on my heart because <laughs> my heart is just way more powerful. And so I'll get up there and I'm like, no, they're not going to give us a good score. And it's like, mm -hmm. no but there are people who need to hear this. So do mm -hmm. the damn poem. And so I'm like, okay. And then, you know, sure handed, I get a lower score. And, but you know, I, I've had my hand at winning, you know, competitions too. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's, I mean, it's hit or miss. The, the competing world is is an even more different world than, than anything well, else. Like, Arsenio, so. you are a two-time poetry, poetry central slam champion. Talk about that. <laughs> So there's this, and like most of these were on Clubhouse, but they wanted to do a sensual slam where they, you know, you do erotic poems, but nothing like too vulgar, you know? I think there's a talent to that. When you there is. There is a talent to that. It's a very high class and intellectual and layered, like you said. I think that's a, a real skill to be sultry and slutty. And so, and so um, I won't lie, the first the first competition was was really tight because I, I want to say I got a perfect score in the first round and then there was somebody with like a 29 so they were like right on my heels but then I don't know what happened I even talked to her about it after this and I was like dude you you should have at least tied with me because I don't know her second poem was like short and like it was very kind of lackluster and I was like you definitely have something better than that she's like I do but I changed it and I was like shouldn't have done that <laughs> and so yeah and so that was like their first one I think I got a perfect score in both rounds or close to it and so I won that one and then um there's another poet on there a friend of mine uh Queen Floetry and she was in like the second one and she was like trash talking me and she kept trash talking me but I couldn't make because I think they did four of them total but I couldn't make the two in between and you know I'm like you can't even trash talk me because you you got beat in your last competition I was like if they beat you what do you think I'm gonna do to you and so we we ended up competing and it was your besides out of the Instagram in the live performance and the live marks, does that take a big chunk of your time? Do you spend a, what sort of proportion of time would you spend um, in regularity frequency of attending these performances? Um, I mean, if I'm doing a competition, like especially one in person, like on Clubhouse, it was like, I don't have to have this memorized. You're not going to know. Like, you can't see me. It's just my voice. So it's like, or even on like, you know, a virtual platform, you know, it's still not the same because I don't have to memorize it. But if I'm doing it in person, I mean, if I, I know I got a competition coming up, I'll probably start preparing hopefully like three to four weeks prior to it. And that's like memorizing my poem. And then once I memorize it, 
like I do my poems all the time. Like there's so many times where I'm just in my car and like something in my head's like, okay, run through them. And so I'll stop my music and I'll just be performing my poem in the car, like full performance too, like loud. <laughs> yeah. And so like, so I don't know, for like any performance, I like to allow myself at least like a month's worth of time. And then like the last, maybe like two weeks are really like, you know, fine tuning. That's me like going over the pieces, making sure the uh, the words are lining up because I see it in my head, how I see it on my screen. And so mm -hmm. if there's something missing off of there, I know it, I just can't always make out what it is in my memory. And then I'll backtrack and I'll be like, okay. And then I have to repeat it like 10 times. So I get it, you know, stuck in there, but yeah, at least a few weeks so I can memorize it and then, well, I, I think know. that speaks to your professionalism again, and also more credit, having to juggle that again with kids, that's not easy either. So real real credit to you uh, mm -hmm. on, on all that, Arsenio. Now, you. I'll, uh, Rainer, I'll wait, 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 I want Rainer real quick. Oh, I want to ask you, Rainer, have, have you done poetry where you perform where you've memorized poetry before no. or anything like that? That's just not no. your style? No. Because um, I had a quick question for Arsenio. Do you have any tricks for how do you memorize it other than just going it over, over, over? No, do it over and over and over. <laughs> like I this. do have, I have a, a, a trick for me that I've done. Cause I don't have any poems memorized, but I have a biology rep that I'm not going to do. But I had to memorize it forwards and then I memorized it backwards. That works too. Yeah. yeah. So, Rainer, I, I also, Rainer, everybody in the chat is like, Rainer, talk. Rainer, talk. I'm sorry, Rainer. You know, Andy yells at me by now. So you got to stop being so polite to me and say, but, put on the brakes. Come on. We're here to Rainer. we're here to learn all about Arsenio, right? So I'm happy to give him uh, as much space to talk. But I have got a question for you, Arsenio, mm -hmm. uh, where I can leverage some of your experience. <laughs> You're probably going to kill me for this question later, but I've got to do it because there's another young lady who's uh, wait, <laughs> who's actually waiting for me to ask this question. Now, I'm starting starting out here and I'm doing this thing with uh, Stephanie Fox on a Friday and all that. And so I'm looking for ideas to make the sh my shows different to give people. And I was informed that you have experimented quite a bit on your shows and some topics of coconut oil and tasers and all this came. And I just want to know a bit more about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh this is I great. Came out of left field. This is great. Okay, so here we go. So <laughs> I didn't think we'd go down this road, but um no, I'm I'm open. I'm I am unashamed and unafraid of anything I'm involved in. And so like yeah, I, I have a very um adventurous sexual side. And so I have different things, but there there's <laughs> I also, actually, Rainer, this is not an exclusive like this before. This is people know about this. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I, I have uh, so we we go back and forth, um, JC and I, with doing an erotic night for our shows. Mm -hmm. And so, um, the first erotic night we did for mine, I mean, it was it was insane. If you like erotic poetry, or just like if you can tolerate erotic poetry, we had so much fun. But again, I mean, we talked earlier, sometimes people are really trying to do the craft 
with that, like really intellectualize how to do that. So I know it really is a I recommend at least checking it out once for people. No, yeah, really like definitely, definitely give it a give it a shot. I mean, we've we've had a lot of people, you know, do their first poem on the platform, but so there there is a a particular person who comes on and she does very long poems, and so for me, I was like, oh, this would be interesting if I like kind of played into it because. She also freestyles. And so I was like, she's gonna freestyle anything that's happening. So that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, so like, what do I have to kind of spice this up? And so like, I saw like my coconut oil. So I showed that and like, I started taking my shirt off and I'm like rubbing the cook. Like it just got really intense and I was pulling out little toys and stuff here and there. And so it was nice. Can I <laughs> say this real quick, Rainers? When I went to Nashville, this past time and I visited Gina who's Black Widow poet she was performing and she's like I'm like I'm gonna come see you it apparently was an erotic poetry night so she actually opened the show it's pretty great because I met her before so to see them all perform in Nashville some erotic poetry it was cool no it's 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 dope I've I've done um some some in person actually that was my last feature I did in person was down in Atlanta for an erotic feature but um so yeah it was it was for fun you know I mean obviously those are things I actually have in my house and no I did not buy them for the show but at the end of the day that 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 theater kid in me is always gonna want to put on a show so I'm like I'm not harming anybody. Like, I'm not about to get completely no. nude on the camera. But yeah, shirt off and messing around. And then I would like change the color of my lights. Like, it got intense. <laughs> I have a question really for the audience. One, does people think Rainer has a really great erotic poetry? And two, do people want to hear our studio? What is that? Maybe erotic light poem as a second piece for us. I don't know what you, or you already had pieces prepared. I don't know if that was one of the three. Okay. And then you don't have to. But I thought you might. No, I I can come back on sometime and definitely share one of those. Or or um, are we doing we're doing open mic right or no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can do one during the open well, mic. Let's get the second. Let's get the second one because we're again we're almost uh, out of our time already because I took twenty minutes doing a thing about poetry communities for some reason and we didn't get to the good stuff until now. But um, so let's get your second piece are, for us right now. Are they capping you at an hour? If they've been no, doing that for you, we just, we just, that's, I like to keep the format the same. I, I'm a teacher, you know. I, you know, I have a lesson plan. I want to make sure because um, Rainer is the. We gotta get over to the after party, dude. Yeah. I mean, let's, I mean, Rainer, come on, right? Yeah, I'll probably drop off about five in the last five minutes, yeah. so I can go and set, yeah. set up for the other show. I hate being well, late for my show. Hour. But no, you're good. Over uh, there, I'll yeah. see you and read. Yeah, welcome to pop over. Okay, I'll get into the next yeah, one. Wait. Arsenio, I like to uh, make sure I can see everybody's stuff, but so I at the end of our show to go there. Yeah. I know, I'm sorry, I'm being silly before. <laughs> Call back. Call back to Angela and need to be quiet now. So tell us what your second poem is, your performance right now. Gotcha. So this is um, technically the third piece in the series. So it's called Dragons Without Wings. <clears throat> when she breathes fire. It connects with my lips in the form of the most passionate kiss. And I wrote her name in the smoke with my fingers, hoping it would linger like the aroma of marijuana. Get me high. 
like the winged dragons because this ground is not where it's at. Here sounds, here sounds a lot like where I've always been. And you sat next to me feeling the scales of my body because it comforted you to be grounded like dragons without wings. I cut you as you cut you too and we drew blood like scenery on the side of building of buildings like graffiti stand close and hold me please stop flying because your wings beat against my heartstrings but it's supposed to play them gently we're on the same page but in different books let me hold your fire against the silver linings to burn me till i black out i act out but on the inside because people only want to see that dragons are the epitome of fire signs but our astrology was at a star war like astronomy storm true per silence that i feel in my dragon feet and it's toxic but we can't stop it so we claw at each other until we bleed and it mixes with the tears on our cheeks compounded between the love it's an explosion of chemistry you're an entity i mean a deity i mean supreme goddess divine and your wings spread of energy i watch you fly and it makes me smile knowing at least one of us could be one with the sky but did you get closer to heaven than you did with me so, does that mean that one of us died? When dragons leave this earth, they turn to angels and their wings double. I mean, their wings bubble. I saw you in my future and you've seen trouble. I lied when I said I was over you. Our hands locked like the walls put up around you and you're speaking through text, but I can hear that over time they were, up, they were well solidified. When a dragon cries, it feels like lava. It sinks into their skin and I don't have wings, but the lava is in my bone marrow, which contradicts my cold heart. But she doesn't see that my heart isn't cold because I'm damaged. It's cold because I knew you didn't love me the same. It made me not love me the same either. I decided to take the burning pit in my stomach and add ether. It feels like the hunger for you, but you can't see my heart. So I tried to rip it out of my chest to give it to you so you can feel what I feel. And the feel is a chill and it feels like I was killed. But do dragons die? Because technically we never did exist. Sometimes memories fade so much it looks like shit or it looks like this has disappeared. She's incredible. She's life, the giver of it, the one who harnesses it in her bosom, in her womb. And I wish my child was there, but it was way too soon. I ripped your poems to pieces to eat them, hoping it would stop feasting on my psyche if they go in a different direction like we did. You flew and I walked away because dragon without wings are supposed to be grounded but I was clearly somewhere else she she said she was very hesitant to reach out to me that she had to keep her guards up to assure herself a safety net and I wanted to say I catch you but she was back in the sky flying so she didn't hear me die painfully which is crazy because I said if you died I'd die too I'd die for you we could die together because it's because it's romantic right we fell in love love with a song called Refuge and it's irony, ironing out the wrinkles and I'd still die for you, but you, 
you won't die too. I feel like everything was a lie and lies killed. The world blistered as everything I used to know withered. Winter's coming. And compared to my heart, it's warm. Rainer, you're muted. I try to be quiet this whole time. Rainer, go ahead, you're muted. Sorry. I tried, I tried to be quiet, man. I tried so hard. Sorry. I would love to read each of them in sequence. I think it's just a beautiful narrative collectively, the whole picture. Yeah. Um, but also, man, I'm going to be dropping off very soon. But thank you for the pleasure. Angel of uh, co-hosting here and Arsenio, it was it's just been great getting to see a bit more of you. Uh, I've got to go and look up this uh, this other video, the other live with the coconut, the coconut oil live. I've got to go and check it out. I'm for sure I'm going to be entertained. I'm gonna gonna do it. And uh, man, is that at the bottom of the page too, with the first first one? No, it's, it's on the Poetry Club page. So if you go on Poetry Club, ooh, I mean. I can't remember exactly. I want to say we did it in February, and the one I did before that, I don't remember. There was another one I did before that, but both of them, I think, I end up breaking into the performance. So, but before I go, I really want to congratulate you. Like I'm a parent as well. I've been through that journey. My my young man's 26. I've been through that journey and absolutely admire and compliment you on. How you divide and balance your time for your passions, mm -hmm. but not jerking the love and the mm -hmm. time for your own children. Man, that's incredible. And, and leading it, too. And I, you're also leading the way. You're showing that you're showcasing how to bring people in. Yeah. Like you're leading it. So besides, besides uh, us giving us a view of what a great person you are, the other thing that does you set a perfect example for other young parents, be they male or female, that that you can make time for yourself and still not deny that love. So my absolute heartfelt compliments to you, brother. And uh, please, guys, you've heard this guy. He's not just uh, he's not just a live host. He's not not just a great poet. He's involved in so much, living his passions, and still. Um, giving all the love to his children that to, to set their foundations. So my absolute congratulations on you. And it's a pleasure and a privilege on my part to have crossed with yours. I'm honored. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead. If you want to say goodbye to Rainer Brodman and Tyler, don't leave just yet. We're going to talk for a few more minutes. Rainer's just getting set up. He's going to get his little shop going for the open mic, which we'll head over very soon. But we still have like about five more minutes, so I don't want to cut everybody off. So go ahead and say goodbye to Rena because you were saying something. Oh, no, I, I was saying thank you. I was saying thank you, and, and I appreciate you being here. I didn't know you were going to be here, but <laughs> it was a great <laughs> surprise. Just yeah. a replacement, shuffle the cards. <laughs> no, you never it. know with Unraveled and Flint. You never know what's going to happen with us. You know, we just do yeah. crazy shit all the time. I love it. But again, uh, we miss Andy, and Andy, uh, for you make it back in time to get to the open mic. We'll definitely, you know, see you there. Because now I got to do double shift, Rainer. I got to, I got to pull my second host duties. I don't have this break this time. 
There you go. I, I kind of like my hour and a half break I got because I'm going to 2 a.m. because everybody wants to chat with us. So yep. go get shop ready. Right. Those people can get to know more about this man, the man, the machine, the beast. Get to know more about him. He's multi-talented, folks. Appreciate you. So I know, um, Arsene, you did prepare one more piece for us to end, and so we'll probably end our show with you reading that, and we'll just pop right over to the open mic. So um, if you guys still are with us, please don't leave, because I know Arsene is going to give us another exclusive. Just what's next for you? Oh, in general? Do you have any plans for the future, or are you just kind of happy where things are, and you're just happy with the balance, or you got another book headline? Okay, I mean, I'm always yeah I'm always working on on stuff so I got my first publication boom 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 and then at least my second one is in in the thought process I know exactly what I'm gonna do I, I have all the material for it um, and but I'm I'm focusing on this one for for this year so that's mm -hmm. prophecies from my heart mm -hmm. um two years just about two two and a half years for it to come to fruition um a lot of ups and downs but well worth the blood sweat the tears the fears the anxiety all that good mm -hmm. stuff um can you talk about the response you got because you got an overwhelming amount of because uh, actually what kind of clued me into you is you started saying hey anybody who bought my book will you send me a picture because you were doing something can you talk about that whole little art project that little that was oh, really cool just, so I, I just missed that since since i've had this page every once in a while i like to post just like a thank you for all of the people that are you know supporting me and so you know this book was big and that's not to say people like either haven't or haven't been able to buy it yeah. like you know yeah. against them you know you get it when you get it I, I don't i don't feel a type of way anyway it goes but right. um for me it was just, like, yeah so it was like, like for me it was just like you 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 ones who supported me on this you know and, and were able to get it like i want to thank you i want you to be a part of this journey because like i'm i'm very firm and you know, including as many people as, as I can. That's why I love, you know, giving multiple people advice. There's a lot of poets who, who come to me for advice, not even just about poetry. And so, you know, I I love to be able to offer, you know, my my time and, you know, whatever else I can, can offer for my resources to people, you know, barring that I have the energy in the first place. But, you know, more times than not, you don't, you know, you don't get turned down. And even if I can't address it, then I'll definitely, you know, come back and, and, and try to do that for you. But, um, you know, I, I, I love that. I love to have other people included because I, I believe that's how you build a community. Like, it's not about me trying to be the best poet in the world. You know, it's like, nah, man, because it just be me up there. Like, I got friends. I got people I'm really close to, you know, like even people who are in the audience right now, like people that I absolutely love, you know, like literally love them. And so like, you, gotta be you know, why would I? Life, yeah. Where it's an individual score, you're competing against yourself and you're competing against how real and authentic you want to be and how you want to express yourself or it's just whatever it is. But that's how I kind of view it. Yeah. 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 And so it's i want to include everybody i want everybody to to accomplish whatever they want to with this and so if i can help do that you know like it 
it you know why not it doesn't take much it really doesn't take much to help support and promote other people and so like mm -hmm. and the bigger my platform goes like you know the better i enjoy exactly. that i like that mm -hmm. you know that my platform builds because then that means more people are looking when i share such and such is real mm -hmm. or such and such is post mm -hmm. like don't i will say don't don't just send them to me all the time because i'm not going to respond well to that either but every once in a while or if i just happen to come across it i will share it randomly <laughs> and so oh, gosh. yeah yeah no I, there's there's some people in the community um mm -hmm. that that send me a lot of stuff and and i'm happy for you that you're creating a lot of content but i get a lot of these a day from multiple people <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it's the like time. The for it. It's the unwritten rules. It's how, like, if you're in a school versus if you're in a bank, if you're at the park, you have different unwritten rules, like yeah. courtesy. Like, I try not to flood people's DMs with like the lives all the time, but I still have to promote to let people know we're on. You know, so when I got three of the same well, here's, lives, here's I, the I hear... here's the way I look at it though, because I. You know, there was a point, like when I first started jumping on lives, I would get on and I would send it to yeah. a bunch of people. And then there, every once in a while, I would forget because I was just so in my mode. And what I started realizing is people are gonna show up. Like, no, you know, people are going to show up. The real people who are gonna support you are going to show up. Because what I realized is some of the people I was inviting, yeah, they would come, but then they wouldn't stay. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. You guys are developing content. People yeah. are going to the show because they want to not just read their poem. They want to engage with what you are doing because of who you are and your personality. Because like you said, you're here to build the bridge like, like Andy and I are trying to. I'm not really yet ready to put my shit out there yet. I'm trying to get the mm -hmm. road so we can all do it. So I think that's why people respond really well to you, plus of the talent. So we're going to go ahead and do the last piece that I want to honor uh, Rainer, who is so kind to be my co-host. Um, and he always lets us hang out with him. And you guys won't have to listen to me talk too much because that's Rainer's gig. And I'm his sidecar over there. So I appreciate everybody who joined us. And um, Arsenio, it's been incredible. I only talked at you for a little bit, but I can keep talking with you for a lot longer. An hour is not enough. We'll definitely get a part two, three, four, whatever you got to do for us. So what is our last poem we got for us? Our last performance before we all head oh, over to Oregon. So this will be this will be the last one in this series currently. I don't know if I'll continue it, but okay. if not, I think this is a fitting end. But yeah, here we go. So this one is called butterfly dragon wings and so this is the transition from this is what i thought our relationship was but now this is what it feels like and then this is me um coming to terms and transitioning into hey maybe this isn't what i thought so maybe she isn't who i thought she was either or i'm i'm having a lot of questions and so that's good mm -hmm. Here we go. Is this going to be in the next book, like the series? Um, I don't know because this is. I think is... it should. I mean, or at least a chapbook of itself, because I want to have that in hard copy and just be able to read it, you know, over and over. Because again, like Rainer said earlier, I want to read part one, two, and three again 
because they're so strong separately, but also you want to feel the whole cascade of the story. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I, about, I, think, think about it. Think about it. Think about, about it. Because <laughs> they're long poems, too. So, okay, here we go. Here we go. So, this is called Butterfly Dragon Wings. Souls lack pigmentation, so they take on the form of hypotheticals. Butterflies and dragons draw parallels like true colors painted on canvases with fire and winged designs and pollen are winged things indicators that angels exist. You dance the lines in your palms with direction of my footsteps. We make metronomes jealous because the rhythm we keep is like secrets communicated in love languages. I embrace the fact that I was fluent in yours. Fluid can pour useless, our scores muses are forced into rooms where the only place to sit is a pedestal. It's decorated in love and infatuation. They're juicy like berries, but taste like failure. It's a hard pill to swallow, so we just consume the medicinal uses of sensuality. Maybe that was a sign because sex was unfamiliar, intimacy was intricately injected venomously. Symmetry is sedimentary and rocks me slowly to sleep because I let her go and the butterfly retracted into its cocoon. She fell into depression and woke up in suicide. That phone call chiseled my ice cold soul, my frozen heart just above the fire signs that I breathe flames onto her trust, maybe twin flames, maybe flame lit to spark things, but assuredly flames eat butterflies. It tears implications into their wings, burned antenna to body, and you used to be a dragon, but you reincarnated to butterfly. Butterfly hearts are fragile, like the self-perceptions that dragons consume, exhume the way a dragon's mind works. It's mythological. It didn't hold weight in a world where staying grounded is essential. The clouds bore rain, and I tried to cover you, but the umbrella doesn't slow cold winds, so the butterfly swam through snowflakes and donned elusiveness because it's beautiful, even with the scars that just look like linings for tattoos. I don't know if dragons are supposed to have good memories. Every moment with you emotionally was a good movie. Moving, moving, moving in circles around you. Ballet music graceful when two winged beings dance. It's a series of twirls, the series of whirls when you showed me how my fire breath looks. It's something like when you see your breath singing on the troposphere, if you won't live, I'll make you. And if you want to die, hold my hand and I'll take you. Butterfly dragon wings spreading, they make anythings into nothing. So great that butterflies are majestic, but dragons are bad and dangerous. The sun is getting low and I'm green with the way you calm the monster in me. If the butterfly is so far away and dressed in scarlet, which way does my vision encapsulate me in? I can't straighten out these dragon wings, so it's hard to iron man. I feel like it 
wasn't supposed to be. I lifted you higher than heaven because butterflies don't go up too high. So I found myself looking down at you, not on you. On you was the walls of home. Butterflies are good luck and their wings are God's red words in the Bible. We spoke about God. You reached for a different sky and dragons are useless with wet wings or wings distorted or wings hanging off or worse like me where I tried to make some wings from yours but they didn't fit but then you also couldn't fly so maybe we were even then and even and then I felt the separation seeping in, then boom, you vanished into a memory. Butterflies are beautiful in memories. Maybe the caterpillar forgot, but you were a dragon before that. Do you remember me? Is that why the love felt distant from instant, drifting from existence, lifting from forgiveness, sifting? from a sentence, I'm clawing through these poems to see if a butterfly can breathe fire if it once was a dragon. You couldn't talk to me and I hated me because I knew it was best. Did you cry? Do butterflies cry pixie dust and rainbow colors? You, you can truly, they can't truly love a dragon because fairy tales are bullshit. Forever is a full clip that shoots us down out the honeymoon phase, which felt like every day now, these memories are what we have to live with every, have you seen any dragons around lately? And does the answer to that question make you smile? And that would be potentially the end of that series. I'm. I don't want to talk about this poem right now. I want to ask you this instead, and then we'll head over to the open mic, and then we'll have to do another, like, we'll have to have a Dragon Tales night or something like that. Um, so your creative process, we actually never got to. So when you're thinking about your writing, does it just come through you? Do you think of the character first, the feeling first? Do you write first? Do you think of it in your head first? How does it, how does it all, how does it come from here to here? Um... I, I feel like, in a way, I, I conjure the poems. Because mm -hmm. in my opinion, like, I'm a, I'm a big believer in griots being the first poets that have graced this world. And I believe that their stories are passed down and modernized to, to us as poets. And so if we um, are able to kind of tap into the artists that we're supposed to be, I feel like those poems come to you. And for me, it's not like, I don't ever really sit down and, you know, just say, oh, I'm gonna write today. I don't write every day. I don't journal every morning. I don't, you know, type in my phone when I'm on the shitter. I don't do these things. I'm just like, but when, when it's I there- I get it, I get out. Yeah, when it's there, I can feel it. I can feel it in my entire body and it's ready to, to come out. And like, I literally get like so filled with energy to the point where I'm like, I am literally about to explode if I don't get this poem out. Like there are times where I'll get ideas and sometimes I'll write them down. Sometimes I'll think to myself, you know what? I'm not so sure about this. If it's meant to be, it'll come back. Yeah. And it does. More times than that they'll they'll come back around i think if i'm meant to write it and so 
I don't know. I feel like that's where it comes from. And then, you know, a lot of it is just the studying and the experience I have with writing. Like I used, I started off writing battle rap. I went from that to just rapping over beats. And then I went to poetry. And then like throughout that, I, I kept trying to yeah. find a way to fuse them because I realized when I was focusing more on rapping, I was a way better rapper than I was a poet. But then when I really focused into the poetry, I couldn't get as deep with the raps as I did with the poetry. Like it didn't translate, it didn't go as well over a beat. And so for me, it was like, but I learned different things through all of these. With battle rap, I had to really focus on like the actual writing because mm -hmm. people love the metaphors. They love the punchline, mm -hmm. love the mm -hmm. series, they love the- There's also like a mathematical formula tying to those. Yeah, essentially. It's 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 like that, and it's it's you know it's it's like a accessorizing Barbie. You know, you're picking yeah. all these different things because mm -hmm. you know they would would fit well. Mm -hmm. You know, they would. Well. So I learned a lot of the intricacies in my writing from battle rap, but then I learned more of my cadence from rapping over beats. But then I got you know my my vulnerability and my depth from writing poetry. And so in a way, you know, I combine all of those. And so then when these poetry, like these poems are, are manifested, it comes out and just like this explosion of everything. I learn everything I know, like the schemes, like in this one, I had the uh, the whole thing about the Avengers. I mentioned mm -hmm, Avengers, mm -hmm. like mostly Avengers in there. And so, um, you know, it's, it's like, but that's something I learned through battle rap that I was mm -hmm. able to translate into poetry and it translates well where it's readable, but you can mm -hmm. also understand it when I perform it, which is very yeah. difficult. Yeah. It is. There, I've learned that there's many different types of poets, just like there's different different mediums of art. Mm -hmm. But um, what I wanted to say before that came through my mind was the whole concept of yeah, the the writing is so skilled too. It's just it's all it's academic mm -hmm. almost at the same time. So having the feeling where again, I I kind of I actually kind of understand what you're saying with the whole conjuring or feeling and there it is, and I gotta just get let the thoughts out kind of a thing, mm -hmm. but. How do you actually take uh, something that's like here and, and really extrapolate? How long is your editing process? Or you don't really have one, it just happens when it happens. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so, okay. so a lot of the times when I when I write my poems, unless something's way off where I just really don't understand what the hell it mm -hmm. means. I don't edit it. Like I'll usually write it and then I will perform it like almost immediately, you know, because I want to see how it mm -hmm. feels. For mm -hmm. Because sometimes I'll write it and I'll be like, you know, this is okay, but it's not some of my better work. And then mm -hmm. I'll perform it. I'll be like, you lost your mind. That was amazing. And so, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just this, I don't know. I love it. I just love this. Mm -hmm. I'm in love poetry <laughs> and, that's, and again that's why people feel it and that's why people want to be involved in what you're doing because that energy is bringing the energy and that's why people feel safe because when you love what you do when you're in your element there's nothing better than that oh yeah nothing better than seeing somebody in their element i've seen people in their element i'm trying to make this my element but damn when you see somebody really making their thing their thing man. damn it's so good there's nothing better and you want people to be in their element that's what yeah. That's the whole goal. And if we keep, we show up and we leave, or we don't feel safe to present, or we're not even cued in or supporting each other, then we're going to miss it.
So I think this is a good time to end it and say, uh, do you have any final thoughts or anything that you want to say? Is there, we can end in two minutes or whatever. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. We had good conversation. We had my poetry. <laughs> and uh, well, that's the point. That's the point. Yeah, no, me. this was Let this was great. You. It's been it's been you forget to share your own work sometimes. Yeah, I was gonna you're say, so busy yeah, creating the um, MC vibe and we gotta hear your work too. You gotta promote yourself. No, because your work and, is fucking and I, love, I love doing features because um you know, I feel like sometimes people do want to hear more of my poetry. And so we don't always get that in an open mic. And I don't do poetry on my show because I like it to be focused on whoever's coming on stage. Do you and prefer so, to do it in person, though? You're probably more of like an uh, in-person performer. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I love both. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't have a favorite at this point. Like, there's a different feeling to in-person. To me, but... to me, the in-person because of a that's more... I, I'm in the environment. We're here. I'm sitting in it is, my garage, basically. But I, I don't, I don't always like the thing. crowd as much. The crowd can be shifty, uh, and so I don't. I feel I've I felt worse on in-person stages than I felt on, okay. you know, okay. virtual. But but yeah, I just but I like the environment because like everybody, and that's what I feel like. Like I feel like in my mind when I do Sensational Saturday, I feel like everybody's like, either like laying in their bed or sitting on their couch, like in their PJs, eating popcorn or ice cream or something. And you're just really enjoying it. Like in my mind, like that's the that's vibe. That's what I but, loved about it. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. like, hey, I loved it. It's real, it's authentic. We're connecting because yeah, we're all doing nothing. So let's all hang out. Yeah, no, so so it's, so that's, um. So that's great. And I think if I'm around more people than I know, then it makes for more of a warm environment. But I mean, there have been like, there's stages here where like, at this point, I don't want to go on them anymore because I've, I've okay. been up there, I presented, I get, you know, my little reactions here and there, mm -hmm. but then like, no one says anything to right. you. Like you, you you know, I sit there and I even like kind of wait for a bit, like, you know, and it becomes I'll say hi to people and, and, you know, I'll repost them even on my IG, like I'll record yeah. them and post them and tag them and, and, um, but yeah, and then I walk out of there without people saying a word to me. And so I'm just like, I don't want to be here anymore, but you know, I, I love mm -hmm. the environment that can be created through the virtual because these are people from all over and I you know if we were all endlessly rich I'm sure we'd be having a ton of in-person shows with with one another but you know so it, it's it's there's pluses and minuses but for me they kind of equal out at this point just as long as we have you performing your work it's all good that's what I'm hearing all right well I think we gotta go over to Rainer I don't want to be rude to him because he was so kind thank you so much I'm really bad at goodbye so I'm just gonna Turn off the live. So see everybody over at Origin of Thought. Thank you. Bye. Bye.